Hello world! Welcome to the 8 Bits to Infinity podcast. This is episode number one. My name is Joshua McLean. Today we are talking with Ludovine Cormier, aka Lilu Cormick, about her game Domino House, and with KB, who runs the Scorespace Jam and is currently running the Alica Jam Scorespace Jam in collaboration with, of course, Alica Jam. So first up, we're going to talk to Ludovine Cormier, she's going to tell us a bit about Domino House, how it came to be, a little bit about the game, and also provide some information about using Unity as their core tool, and how Game Jams led her to working on this upcoming commercial project. Hello, Ludovine. Great to have you here. Great to be here. Tell us a bit about how you came to work on games. Video games have always been a part of my life. Even when I was six months old, I was watching my father play Atari games. And later on, he had Commodore VIC-20. He was programming his own little games and quizzes on that. So I enjoyed watching him play and later on play my own games. I never really thought about making my own until I was in university. I was learning programming. I was only using what I had learned in school, so using C++ or C Sharp later on and Visual Studio Informs to try and make some small card games that I had played at home. It's only a year and a half ago that I started with uh, Unity. I had some friends that had been working professionally with Unity and they talked to me about it and that it would be an easy engine for me to learn because I was already working in C-sharp for work and designing software for 12 years. When I first started looking at Unity, I was overwhelmed. I didn't understand how it worked. But later on, when I spoke with one of my friends that was using it, he explained to me some small things and I was able to learn it rather quickly and mostly apply everything I had already learned in programming. I'd say the coolest thing I learned about Unity is that I'm able to do quickly whatever I think. I'm glad that I decided to give Unity another go because it got me to know the game dev community, which is awesome. I participated in my first game jam for the fourth Aleka Jam back in October 2018. And since then, I have made uh, more than a dozen game jam games. And one day, Hamster Spit saw my game called In the Dark that I had made for Platformer Week in uh, 8 Bits to Infinity Game Jam. And he contacted me and asked me if I would be interested in making and programming a game that he had designed. And that game was called Domino House. I've always liked those kind of games like Myst and then its sequels like Riven. And so I looked at it and he had already planned out most of the game and had most of the, the artwork ready. And I said, sure, I'll make that game for you. And that's how we started off in May 2019. Domino House is a point-and-click game set up in a spooky house in which you are trapped. So it's an escape room kind of game. You solve puzzles. There are some characters that you interact with that want 
certain items and some places you have some puzzles uh, that you have to enter different codes of which you get a clue in other rooms. And so the goal is to finally escape from that strange house. Video Dragos, aka Hamster Spit, who's the ideator for the game, explained to me once that the game came about one time that his girlfriend lost a tooth. And one of the main puzzles of Don't Know House is actually to find teeth to give to uh, a lost soul to help him be whole again and to be able to help you escape that house with him. That sounds like quite the journey. Tell us a bit about your team. We are actually three on the team. I'm the programmer. Amster Spit is a game designer and artist. Amster Spit is using Inkscape to make vector art for the game. It's all in uh, grayscale. And then he exports to PNG for me to be able to import in the Unity game. The music is made in FL Studio, and that too is being exported so I can bring all that in Unity. We have a composer, which is Joshua McLean, who incidentally is yourself. Yep, that's me. I've noticed that Domino House has a very unique art style. Could you tell us a bit about that and maybe some about the music? The art style is similar to Tim Burton's, and each room is designed as an art piece. Some are meant to be life metaphors or evoke emotions. For example, the ceiling room is meant to represent that some things in life don't make sense, but you have to go through them somehow anyway. There are some ambient music to set the mood, and we have a few songs that transition from one room to the other or going through different parts of the house. You got your start in Game Jams. How do you think Game Jams compare to this experience of a larger commercial project? The main difference in Game Jamming and this larger project is that I work primarily solo on Game Jams. Now I do occasionally work in teams, but before that I always worked solo and it's only a weekend or a week-long projects. I didn't really make any game design documents or I only made some small checklists. There was mostly no real planning. I had an idea and I start right out making the game. For the larger project, we do have a game design document, an extensive Trello board with all the steps and all the, the puzzles and what we need to do. For the jam games, it was mostly just prototyping, so I didn't have to spend as much time on menus or marketing and things like that as I have to do for the larger project. I know with larger projects, there tends to be a lot of changes throughout the development. Is there anything specific that has changed for Domino House since you started working on it? At first, the game was drawn in a 4 to 3 ratio uh, to make it feel more retro, like the old uh, LucasArt point-and-click. Now everyone has widescreen monitors, so we changed it to a 16 by 9 ratio. At the same time, since it's been already six months since the first draft, the art had evolved and some puzzles and rooms were redesigned in that process. However, the game itself is essentially the same as it first started. What would be your advice for someone who's new and trying to get into game development? 
my number one tip for new developers would be make the game you want to make and use the tools you want to use. If you enjoy playing the game you are making, chances are other people will too. Also remember that there is no such thing as the best engine or best sprite editor or best music software. If the tool helps you make the game you want, it's the right tool for you. That is excellent advice. I couldn't have said it better myself. Do you have any future plans for games other than Domino House? Upgrading the field, which we made for Puzzle Jam in June 2019. The field was actually a proof of concept for Domino House. So we made it in one week and used the same framework I was building to create Domino House. You can finish the field quickly. And once we have Domino House released, we'll probably start making an expanded version of the field to release as well. When and where can we expect to get Domino House in the future? Hopefully, we'll be. Releasing the game on Steam and fall, hopefully around Halloween, since I think it fits the game. I post progress regularly on my Twitter at Lilu underscore Cormic with the hashtag Domino House Game. I have a link on there for the demo, which is on Armor Games. The demo is also on itch.io and Congregate. If you want to know more about me or my games, you can head over to my website at purplecable.ca. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us, Ludovine. Domino House sounds like a really exciting project, and I'm looking forward to seeing the final result. Thanks for having me. That was Ludovine Cormier, a.k.a. Lilu Cormick, speaking to us about her upcoming game, Domino House. Again, you can find more information about her games, including Domino House, at purplecable.ca. Next, we will be speaking with KB, the founder of Scorespace, which is a game jam featuring a competition among streamers who play the games created during the jam and compete for high scores the following weekend. Hello, KB. Welcome. So start us off by telling us about how you got involved in game development in the first place. In seventh grade, my teacher, Mr. Tietzel, showed me a game maker, and I've been making games since then. I honestly haven't been making too many games recently because I've been running Scorespace, but it's something I'd like to get back into. I don't really consider myself a game developer. And how was it that you got into game jams in particular? We did one in our class, about 20 of us. I got like third place in the jam for our class. And after that, my teacher recommended me to participate in this game jam. I think it was PewDiePie, Markiplier, and Jacksepticeye. They were throwing one. I participated in that. That was the first game jam that I did. I didn't win because there was a bunch of people that joined that one, but it was really fun. And then the second game jam that I joined was Ludum Dare, I'm pretty sure. But then it got sort of addicting because you get feedback from participating in these jams. Not that I didn't get feedback in class, but it was cool to see that other people online were actually interested in what I was making. And that's the thing with Scorespace. It's an extra layer of playtesting after the original um, developer side is done because the streamers play those games for high scores. With most jams, the games, you submit them, and then after you submit them, they're done. That's it. You choose the top-ranked games, and then that's the end of the jam. But with Scorespace, the games get played, and usually the streamers tend to play more than just the top three games, so it gives them an extra layer of exposure, and the streamers get a new audience for their stream. So you got into game jams, and you've been running Scorespace for a while now. What was it that got you to decide to run your own game jam? And what is it that makes Scorespace different from other game jams? 
participating in game jams since like seventh grade. I didn't really see any, lack for a better word, innovation in the field. Most of the game jams are pretty much the same. You make a game, submit it, and the top three games are chosen. I just wanted to try something different. And it was my first year of college when I started Sportspace. I took a gap year in a way. I was taking under 12 credits so that I would maintain eligibility for playing football because I'm also a football player. I did that so that I wouldn't start my clock for football so that I still have four years to play football. But I didn't play that year because the school I went to, the community college I went to, already had like a stacked team and I wouldn't have played if I played that year. So I took the gap year. And in that time, I started Sportspace. All the game jams were basically the same. And I wanted to find a new way to have games get more exposure than they would in any other jam. So that's when I came up with the high score feature. And I like playing arcade games, getting a high score. And there isn't really a competition out there. Like there's there's arcade competitions like with Polycade, but there hasn't been an online arcade competition yet. And I wanted to do that through Sportspace. The jammers get to see their game played by by streamers. Usually that's not something that game jams that you expect out of a game jam. Normally it's games that are even in development for for years and games that are like completely finished product. It's good to see a streamer play your game at such an early stage because if you wanted to work on your game after the jam, you have that feedback from the streamer already. And the streamers get a new type of viewer. If a streamer plays your game, you're more inclined to stay tuned with their streams and watch their streams because you have that personal connection with them. And the streamers, they really like competing for the high scores and something that they enjoy. I initially wanted to go with Game Jolt because they have a built-in high score API. But then I realized that it was hard for developers to integrate that in three days. So then I moved back to itch.io after the second jam because the first jam was itch. And then the second jam, I tried Game Jolt. And that didn't really work too well because we only got like eight submissions. And I wanted to um, make sure that it was an easy process for the developers. And then later on in the eighth jam, we implemented a high score table that doesn't rely on itch or anything. It's just streamer input. The developers didn't have to integ integrate API into their games. Itch is just great because they have the, um, the jam calendar and that's where most of our new users come from, honestly. And Game Jolt didn't really have a discovery feature like that. What would be your advice for someone who's new and trying to get into game jams? It's a good way to get better at game development, test a lot of things, try out new things. I think the best way to learn something and anything is to actually do a project because in a project you learn, you have to adjust. Instead of just learning how to do game development from like a book, you actually are making something. That's just how I learn. I like to put things together and try things. People should make games for game jams because you can learn game development through tutorials and making a game in such a short amount of time forces you to learn how to work in the program that you use to make games. And it's just a good entry point into making games. And if you already know how to make games, it's a good way to fine tune your skills. So you host on itch but there's also the Scorespace website that keeps track of high scores from streamers. Could you tell us a little bit about how that system works? This web developer that joined the contest, the seventh jam, volunteered to put together that little system on our site. From what I know, it's not that complicated. It's just Twitch login that is, you just log into Twitch and then it uses your username for the leaderboard. And the leaderboard just lists the top scores down to the lower scores like a normal leaderboard would. You get to choose the game, you enter your score, and the footage proof. That, the footage proof is really important. We want to make sure that no one's cheating, obviously. That was one problem that I had with the leaderboard before. Because before it was a Google Forms, and then people would submit, and it would just be the high score that they achieved in that game. We haven't had a problem with cheating yet, but it was, it's just an um, extra precaution just to make sure that uh, cheating doesn't happen. And to discourage it. 
What sort of plans do you have for the future of Squarespace? Are there any other developments or expansions that you're planning to do alongside the main jam? More recently, I've been doing um, partnerships like with 8-Bits Infinity and this next jam that we're throwing is with Alica Jam. Right now, the plan is to do lots of partnerships and I also have this plan to create sort of an arcade full of Squarespace games where streamers can come and play for high scores at any time. So it's not just limited to the time that is in the jam. It'll be sort of like an online arcade full of games from Squarespace where I can have weekly competitions and people will compete live on stream for those. And also for the streamer part of the jam, we tried to implement a tournament in, I think, the seventh jam. It didn't really work because it was last minute. We, we didn't have time to plan it. But I eventually would like to turn the streamer side of the competition into a tournament where streamers play the top three games for like 24 hours. And then whoever's the top four in each game, they will compete against each other in the games that they placed in. And it'll be like a tournament. I probably will host it on challenge, challenge.com. And it'll be like a bracket, a tournament bracket for the streamers. Now that you've had some experience hosting multiple game jams, is there any advice that you would give somebody who's interested in hosting their own jams? It's definitely a process. I didn't think that Squarespace would be something that I would do longer than a year, honestly. It was just a side project just to see if, if I can do it. But if you want to start your own jam, I would definitely host it on itch.io. And it has to be unique. It has to stand out. If it doesn't stand out, then it's not going to get, get any traction. It has to be something that you can market something that people look at and it's like, oh, that's different than what they're used to. So it has to be something unique. And I would definitely also on itch.io because that's the most reliable platform for game jams right now. When and where can we find the next Scorespace Jam? I'm really excited for this one. Scorespace X Alaka Jam, and they can find it on alakajam.com. A-L-A-K-A jam.com. They have a much nicer site than Scorespaces. They have a um, built-in high score leaderboard system. You can make an account on their website. You could have an avatar and they have the games made in their jams hosted on their website. It's really cool. I think it's a good partnership because Squarespace brings the developers and the developers that are used to make high score games and streamers that love to play experimental games. And Alaka Jam has a great setup for this type of competition because of the leaderboard system that they have. Uh, it starts on June 19th. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us, KB. The Scorespace X Alaka Jam event is currently running, and as KB said, you can find it at alakajam.com. That is A-L-A-K-A jam.com. It's not too late to jump in and make a quick game. And of course, if you're a streamer and you're interested, the streaming event is happening next weekend. So head to the website and sign up. That's going to be it for this edition of the 8 Bits to Infinity podcast. My name is Joshua McLean. You can find out more about us at 8bitstoinfinity.com. That is the number 8bitstoinfinity.com. We host regular game jams. We now have a weekly podcast, and I stream multiple times a week, including game jams, music production, and indie game showcase. So if you're interested in that, please also check out twitch.tv slash Mr. Joshua McLean. That is M-R-J-O-S-H-U-A-M-C-L-E-A-N. Thanks again to our wonderful guests, Ludovine Cormier, a.k.a. Lilu Cormick, and KB. It was great to hear about Scorespace X Alaka Jam and the upcoming game Domino House. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us next week when we have a conversation with the winners of the 8-Bits to Infinity Arcade Controls Jam, which was also in collaboration with Scorespace, and we'll learn a bit about that team's process and how they work together to create the winning entry.